You know, it's kind of hard to believe, but we are coming up on the 10th anniversary of the Perot, the Perot Museum of Nature and Science. And soon we will have been had that overseen for the last three years by Dr. Linda Silver, who is the Eugene McDermott Chief Executive Officer of the Perot Museum of Nature and Science. I had to read that. <laughs> Dr. Silver, it's good to have you with us. Well, thank you so much for having me back. And I have to correct you because I'm coming up on four years here in Dallas. Four years? Yes, oh, in no, July it'll be four if, years. If you came in 2017, this is, I missed, I missed 2020. This is 21. <laughs> I think we almost always wish we missed 2020, don't you? Yeah, but I mean, some of us did in a sense. So did you, did you have to shut down? We did. So uh, in March of 2020, we shut the museum down for what we thought would be a short period of time and ended up being six full months. Yeah. We reopened um, over Labor Day to a um, much reduced capacity and also a shorter week. So uh, currently open Thursday through Sunday, but really looking forward to Memorial Day when we will open back up seven days a week of operations uh, through the summer. Boy, everybody's going to be happy about that. But my, my gosh, I mean, you're a not-for-profit. You have this enormous, enormous overhead down there. You can't just walk away from it. I, I would assume it has to be kept clean and and air-conditioned because you got a lot of stuff in there that can't, can't go bad. Um, boy, the burn rate must be enormous when you're, when you're closed. It's very challenging for us. We are we have a signature building. It's not an inexpensive building to run, as you sure. said. Um, and and yes, yeah, so those six months uh, would, when we would normally be earning our revenue through ticket sales um, was certainly a challenge for us. Now I will say we have a phenomenal board, an incredibly creative staff, um, and we've made it through um, and are really looking forward to uh, getting back to normal this summer. Yeah, it's and, and normal is and normal's a hard thing. I mean, I talked to the airlines <laughs> and they said, Well, you know, our domestic travel's probably gonna come back, but the international's gonna be slow and this and that. And I think of you and and, and you know, you have a lot of school groups that, that show up down there, a lot of individuals. Uh, but you also have, you know, a lot of, you know, receptions and bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and things like that that I, I would assume that you've got to got to start booking again. That's not gonna come back immediately, is it? Well, it's interesting because those are the things that we are seeing coming back um, online. So visits from families and individuals in particular, private events like uh, weddings that have been put off, bar and bat mitzvahs, as you said, other events. Those are the things that we are seeing coming back. Yeah, they're booking um, and that up really again. heartens us. They are booking up again. Absolutely. Um, and where we are um, still unsure is how will the schools come back? So yeah. fall, usually we get a slow ramp up. But as you pointed out, school field trips are a very important part of our business. And we're unsure how that will happen um, in the coming year. We are preparing for it. We are excited about the idea of welcoming kids back. But we've also pivoted and started to provide K-12 resources online um, via uh, digital and virtual education. And then we've also taken our phenomenal tech trucks out into the community, continuing to um, export, if you will, science and STEM education through those programs. The um, 
one one of the most intriguing things that we always look forward to are these road I, I call them road shows, but maybe in some cases you would assemble them. But these gigantic, you know, shows that would come through. I guess all that had to come to a halt. It has to be rescheduled. We're rescheduling a lot of those contracts. Absolutely, we did, however, just a few weeks ago in time for spring break open our newest traveling exhibition and it's the science behind the guinness book of world records it's a really fun show and that's open now and it'll be running through uh labor day oh that's exciting so so tell me about the funding i we saw there was a fair amount of money that was set aside for the arts and i would guess mm-hmm. that this falls in your category in the first plan and then the the second plan have you been able to avail yourself of some of that Um, Yes, we were incredibly fortunate. We were uh, recipients of PPP loan that was forgiven in the first round as well as the second round. Um, Museums were included in both of those batches. Um, And we're right now waiting for the SVOG, which is the Shuttered Venues Operator Grant applications um, to come online and that'll be another inflection of money for us. Um, And so yes, those programs have been tremendously helpful in terms of helping us navigate this last year. You know, something interesting that's happened during your almost four years uh, heading up the pro is the city has grown up around you even more than it already was. I mean, it was already an interesting location to put the pro, but there's a lot more density. There's a lot more multifamily. Uh, we've seen announcements of, you know, high rises are going up. Clyde Warren Park evidently is going to come down to meet you. Um, th- this must change some of the dynamics for the and give you opportunities, I would think. It absolutely does. I mean, there's a certain vibrancy that's coming out in that whole Victory Park area of downtown that's really exciting and that we will hope to capitalize on. Clyde Warren Park coming one deck closer to us is a wonderful opportunity to expand our partnership with them. Um, You may have read in the paper that the Hunt uh, Realty Group is developing the 11, almost 12 acres just adjacent to us. And the DART um, line was approved to come through our back parking lot with a dedicated museum stop. So all of this is happening. No, I didn't see it. You get a DART stop? We do. It'll be called the Museum Way Station, and so it'll uh, it'll be right on our property. People wow. will be able to take public transport to the museum. We think it'll give um, it provide access to significantly more people. I love the idea that it's uh, you know uh, certainly environmentally friendly to be thinking about using public transportation sure. to come down to the museum, and it gives us an opportunity to really rethink all of our outdoor space and how we engage people out of doors, which we've learned over the last year is going to be increasingly important. Uh, that's that's a, that's a great opportunity. I was intrigued. You know, some of your initiatives, I got a, I got a, a great teaser email from you guys the other day that said, <laughs> what, adult night at the Perot, come visit. <laughs> and I, my mind just... I still, what is adult night at the parole? <laughs> so you're talking about Thursdays on tap, which is something that begins this week and is going to run every Thursday through the summer, weather dependent. That's my little caveat there. Um, but it's essentially going to be a 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. event 
where people can purchase a ticket to come inside. We will have the outdoors um, filled with food trucks and beer gardens. So there'll be food and alcohol, which is why it's a 21 and up event. You'll also be able to come into the museum to see our special exhibition, the one I mentioned earlier, the uh, science behind the Guinness Book of World Records, as well as all other uh, five floors of the museum. So it's something new that we're trying. It's Thursday nights through the summer. Um, and I'm excited about it. I think I, that it's, uh, as well it's, you I think it's going to be. be interesting. I think it's, I think it's, it sounds like a great idea, especially <laughs> if I don't have to drive. I it's going to be a while before dark gets underneath there, but it'd be even better. So, yeah, so well, you need to come down. I will. I will. Believe me. Anything to get out of here. <laughs> so, you know, I think of your background. When we met, you were still in, in working out of Abu Dhabi, and, and you were working in STEM. In fact, mm-hmm. I think your title, you were the Technology Development Committee Director or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, this is an initiative that seems very logical with the Perot. And, and – uh, Wednesday morning, I watched Jeff Bezos take off the Blue Origin, you know, spaceship from, you know, from West Texas. And and uh, Elon Musk is yeah. building the darn things here and, and taking them off from South Texas. This would seem like a logical extension of the Perot that uh, be involved in space and, and STEM. So absolutely, that's interesting. We've got um, some wonderful uh, programming that we do with our K-12 schools um, that's episodic. And it's funny because this last week we were starting to develop the um, script for our space uh, episode. Um, So, and of course we've got our universe gallery as well. So yes, we're involved in the education and STEM learning around uh, the universe, around space travel, the engineering that goes into that. Um, And you'll start to see more and more of that, uh, I think, come from us uh, in the future, which is exciting. It's one thing, I mean, it's one thing to be a kid and watch it on television and it's down in Florida Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever else. And it's so esoteric, but but when it's here, (laughs) when, when they're taking off with some regularity from, you know, from Texas soil, it, it it really seems like a great thing to be involved in. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, as well as we know, that those are the kind of experiential um, opportunities that we want to be able to give K-12 kids. We sure. want to be able to give families and um, our members, the people who visit us, is those kinds of experiences and access to the people who are doing the science and the engineering behind all of what you see on the news. You can always give them dinosaurs, though. They like that. <laughs> they always love dinosaurs, yes. <laughs> dinosaurs in space, though, I think are probably our two I, most popular topics. And I, and I think it's a, it's a great growth area. We look forward to seeing you open back up and an adult night, Thursday nights at, at the Perot. I, I, I do like that idea, too. Dr. Linda Silver is the uh, chief executive officer of the Perot Museum of Nature and Science, and it's always fun to visit with you. Always fun to come on your show. Thank you so much. Congratulations for having made it through 2020. (laughs) (laughs) For more of our conversation with Dr. Silver, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080, KRLD.